0: Yo, yo, yo! What is going on, everybody? How are y'all doing? Oh my gosh, it's been a long time since I did a podcast, but I'm here. No need to worry. Thank you for tuning in to Petty Time with Wavy Will. I am your host, Stephen Williams, aka Wavy Will. Um, so what's been going on, guys? Like, I've been, you know, trying to finish up the semester strong, and I've been taking... I've been doing podcasts, like, a break for a little bit while I finished out my semester. And now that the semester is over, I can go ahead and do some more podcasts before the next semester starts. Um, unfortunately, I'm not going to be graduating this semester, so, uh, yeah. I got one more semester to go, and then I'll be done. for For real. Um... So, into this topic today. Um, Before we get into the topic, shout out to Camo the Protege for this really dope beat that you hear in the background. It's called Pass the Plate, and it is amazing. It's one of the features and songs that I will be basically putting in all my podcasts. So, shout out to Camo the Protege, and yeah, I appreciate all the love and support that you've been sending me way out in Washington state. Uh, yeah. So, um, today's topic is going to be about something that has been really uncomfortable for people to talk about. Um, not a lot of people talk about it because it is such a taboo topic, but like how I feel on my show, like there is nothing too taboo to talk about. Like, I'm not going to be afraid to like sit up here and like bear my heart and soul and my life to everybody out there because that's what I choose to do and I'm going to live my truth by doing this and nobody's going to stop me from doing that so um today's topic we're going to be talking about molestation um according to google's definition um molestation is sexual assault or abuse of a person especially a woman or a child uh it is the action of pestering or harassing someone in an aggressive or persistent manner um a lot of us like know from either not necessarily personal experience but like we know somebody who has been sexually assaulted we know of somebody if we don't know of somebody we've seen it on tv shows like csi or law and order SVU like we've seen it it happens um it's not a good thing it's it's definitely terrible and heinous and it shouldn't happen period regardless of whether it's to women to children or to men for that matter it doesn't matter it is heinous and it is wrong it shouldn't happen period however There are reports out there and um, statistics that point to um, men being um, molested as well as women. Um, The statistics that I've seen um, on this website called 1in6.org say that 1 in 6 men have been sexually abused or assaulted. They have found that at least one in six men have experienced sexual abuse or assault, whether in childhood or as adults. And this is probably a low estimate since it doesn't include non-contact experiences, which can also have lasting negative effects. If you had such an experience or think you might have, you are not alone. So, like, I decided to do this podcast because there are men out there who have been taken advantage. Who have been molested at a young age, and parts of them don't talk out or don't speak out about it because they're too afraid to. Um, there's a reason why they don't speak out, and it's because some of them feel like it's part of their pride, and they won't be heard, or this or that. Whatever the case may be, some people don't speak out about it. Even though people don't speak out about it, if we pay attention, there are always signs that tell us and show us that our loved ones are being molested or sexually abused or assaulted. We just have to pay attention to those, Um, especially for children. Um, For adolescents, some of the signs that they may exhibit are um, having nightmares or problems without an explanation, um, some may seem distracted or distant at odd times, um, eating habits are changed, uh, refuses to eat or loses or drastically increases their appetite, um, or just like acting differently than what they normally would, um, you just gotta pay attention to the signs. that's all I need to say about um, which brings me to the real reason why I decided to even do this podcast is because me, myself, I was molested when I was younger. Um, I don't laugh about it cause it's not, it's, it's not f- funny at all. It's definitely serious, but I'm, I just think back about it and it's, the signs were there. Um, but I feel that nobody noticed the signs or nobody cared at the moment. Um, for my situation, I was about 12 or 13 years old. Um, I remember my dad getting remarried um, and I remember us moving to Yakima, Washington and I lived with my dad, my stepmom and her two teenage kids, Um, I was in a new place, new friends, didn't necessarily have any family, and I felt all alone, like, I was in a new school, like, I didn't know anybody there, I just know that um, my mom felt that I needed some, some stability and a father figure in my life, so she did what she thought was best for me by sending me to my dad cases that would be okay um not so much for my um, i'm not saying anything bad about my mom because she didn't know i i didn't end up telling her until i was an adult so yeah um i don't know i just i just really felt alone didn't know anybody i was brand new to my middle school um and i i didn't know what to do um, my dad was never there um, he was always off in Spokane Washington um, so it was it was really tough like I felt like I was abandoned by the people who shouldn't have abandoned me um, and that like kind of made me have some resentment towards them but we can get into that in, in a different podcast Um in the house we lived, I just I just feel like I was Harry Potter, except that nobody came to save me. Uh, I was living in a, a storage closet for a little bit, and I didn't have any windows. I didn't necessarily have a door, and um, it was how I wanted it, though. It wasn't being forced to live in there is because like, I felt like I could have my own space. And then everything changed when I was told I couldn't stay in there anymore because it wasn't healthy um, and I needed to actually have a room with, with uh, windows, with the bed, and all that stuff. So um, my dad and my stepmom thought it best that my stepbrother and I shared a room together and I kid you not um, every time every time that I went to sleep in my room I ended up getting molested um, so in trying to like ward it off I I decided most nights to like sleep under the stairs. Sleep in the bathtub. Sleep on the couch. Sleep behind the couch. Sleep under the stairs. Whatever. Just as long as I didn't have to sleep in my room. Um. It was kind of. It was terrifying. Cause I didn't know when it would happen. But whenever I slept in my own room, I felt like. Not only did I feel like I knew it was gonna happen, but I didn't know when. It would which was even more terrifying. So, um, yeah, I just, I just remember always being scared, always not wanting to be in that house, always not wanting to be around them in the house. I just wanted to get away, but I didn't know how to do that because uh, I felt uncomfortable in my own skin. I felt uncomfortable in a place that I should have been comfortable the most at um, I don't know it, it was just different I've I've never felt like so alone and so tormented before in my life um uh so eventually um I actually did what most or what anyone would do when they don't feel comfortable in their own home. I decided to run away. And because I didn't have a place to run away or know anybody in the city, um, I ran away to my backyard. Um, I just remember being cold. I remember my stepmom being very worried. And of course, my dad wasn't there. He was somewhere in Spokane. Um, I just remember being very frightened to go inside the house, because, uh, I was threatened, I was told that if I told anybody about what was happening, that I would be killed, and not only would I be killed, but anybody that I told would also be killed, and hurt, and all this other stuff, so, like, I eventually didn't tell anybody until I myself joined the army, which was... Seven years later, um, I remember telling my my stepsister. Um, I ended up getting stationed in for uh, Fort Lewis, Washington, and um, I knew she lived there still, and I knew her husband was in the military, and we just so happened to be like playing a flag football game against her husband and I didn't even know she was in the stands until like I was looking back into the stands and like she looked real familiar and I'm like is that you so I like I went up to her we caught up and all this other stuff so um I eventually told her what happened and she broke down and she cried because she felt like she could have done something about it at the time but like she felt like she let me down and I told her it's not her fault Um, it wasn't anybody's fault except for the person who did it. And, um, I, I didn't necessarily get closure per se with my stepbrother who was molesting me, but like, I don't know, it was a weird exchange because after I joined, uh, no, this was actually when I was in high school. So, um, when I was in high school, dad and my stepmom were still together and by that time they decided to move to Tacoma Washington and in Tacoma I felt more comfortable because I had three uncles there um I had a bunch of cousins um and I I felt more myself there so like anyways I said all that to say that when I was in Tacoma, living in Tacoma with my stepmom and my dad, um, my stepbrother had came home. He had ended up joining the military, and um, we didn't necessarily speak on the the what happened when he molested me or when he was molesting me. But like we exchanged looks. That was like it wasn't necessarily saying I'm sorry. It wasn't necessarily saying I forgive you, but like basically that—that's what it was, I guess. Um, but in in the situation when it was happening, I felt like I just felt disgusted. Like I remember there was times where he would literally beat me. Um, I remember being tied to a telephone pole while he was babysitting other people's kids and they would hit me. They would slap me in my face, spit on me, punch me in the nuts, kick me. It was terrible. But like, I never told anybody because I felt afraid. I felt scared. I felt that I wasn't going to make it past the situation. However, I never thought about taking my own life or anything like that I just I don't know what I did like I don't know how I made it through I just know that I didn't want to be there Um, eventually I joined the military myself and like ever since that last exchange that I had with my stepbrother um, I never saw him again to be honest so I don't know what he is what he's doing, where he's at um, how he's doing Um, I just know that I'm not in that situation Um, I just know that it, it, it took something in me or some form of survival skills to like make it through that situation and still be the person I am today Um, maybe it was some of my pride that like didn't necessarily speak out I know I definitely was scared for my life I know that for sure but I don't know how I made it through I just know I made it through and I'm just now being able to tell my story to everyone regardless of who decides to like turn on their podcast and listen to Petty Time with a wavy will. Um, whoever decides to like, click on my Facebook and see this podcast, like, I just know that maybe this might help somebody else. Maybe this will be that thing that I didn't have when I was going through my situation. Um, life is too short to be, like, holding on to things. to to not try to get past something. So my podcast for this particular episode is to even if he doesn't hear it, it's to forgive my stepbrother. Because, I mean, I don't know what he was going through at the time. It doesn't necessarily matter. He was wrong. It shouldn't have happened. Period. However, Even if he's not asking for forgiveness, I forgive him. Because forgiveness is not necessarily for the person that you're forgiving. It's for yourself. So this being for me, I forgive him. Because I don't want to live in fear of not speaking up about something that should never happen. I don't want to give him the benefit of, you know, holding me down to a point to where I can't be free of this situation. I'm not gonna say his name because you guys don't need to know that, but if he is listening, he knows who it's about. Um you don't you don't need to call me, you don't need to contact me, you just need to know that you need to find help. And I hope you find help because maybe it's happened to somebody else. Maybe it could happen to again to somebody else. I don't know, but it shouldn't. Um all I know is that when I came out and and told my god sister not my god sister, my stepsister about what happened. I just I felt released. Um she cried and like I said earlier, but I felt closer to her that day than I did the whole time we were living together. I don't know what else to, like, say about it because um, it was it was a freeing time. I remember when I told my mom about it, um, she didn't believe it either. Like, I would call home and, and be like, I want to come home, I want to come home. And she'd be like, why, why do you want to come home? I'm just like, mom, I want to come home. But, like, I couldn't come home. So, like, a part of that, like, made me build up some type of resentment towards my mom but like at the same time it's not her fault Um, so I'm learning now as an adult to like you know, speak out about things even though I may not come out and say everything right away or know what words to say in moments like that it's I don't know I, I feel that Whatever I had pent up for anybody in the past, me having this podcast allows me to to forgive them and forgive myself. Um, there will be plenty of episodes where I I'm just transparent and I just speak about my life because that's what I should do. Like that's what I want to do because I want to be free from this. So, yeah, um, in closing, because this has been such a touchy subject, um, I appreciate the guys and the women, whoever is listening to my podcast, I appreciate y'all. Um, I know it's been a long wait since the last time I've done one, so I appreciate y'all for tuning in. If you haven't tuned in yet, you should go back and listen to all the episodes because some of them are actually pretty good, if I do say so myself. Um, a big shout out to everybody who's helped me with podcast ideas, with sending in music for me to like play in the background of, of my podcast. I truly appreciate everybody who's, who's helped me, who's inspired me to do a podcast words can't express how much I'm thankful and grateful for you guys Um, like I do mostly on every closing podcast if you're not doing so already go check me out on Instagram that is wavywill2386 I believe go check me out on Snapchat at poeticflavor23 and if you're following me on Facebook uh, you can follow me on facebook.com slash wavy well 2386 i believe um lovely <laughs> love peace hair grease all that good stuff um make sure you're living your best life make sure you're staying safe make sure you're just being safe and healthy um hopefully this coronavirus comes to an end very shortly so that we can all get back to some normalcy um And if you know somebody, even if you, like, don't know what's going on, check up on your friends. Check up on your family. Check up on your brothers, your sisters, your nieces, your nephews, your aunties, your cousins, your mamas, your daddies, anybody. Check up on them. Make sure that they know that they're loved and that you love them and that they can talk to you about anything. And when they actually do talk to you, just listen. You don't have to necessarily give advice. Some people just want somebody to hear them when they speak um i appreciate y'all once again uh, this has been an interesting topic for sure and uh i hope y'all like it so um, it's 2:45 in the morning right now um and i'm gonna end this and get back to watching my glee <laughs> uh but yeah um Stay tuned because I have some more episodes coming soon.